1: All morning sickness disgusting they smell they're sticky they say things that are horrible
0: i don't know if this applies this is this is more nfl music but i like it uh we haven't Let's done a lot of
1: hip-hop or something in there
0: you're right <laughs> you're absolutely Eesh. right brady i gotta get something better this is more kevin ray speed anyway this is k ray i've yeah i've talked to yeah, here we go <laughs> Oh, that's Jay Guttentag. That's not a rapper. I don't have any rap music in here. What happened to us? We used to have tons of it. Anyway, uh, we got our friend uh, Kevin Ray on the line. Uh, Suns announcer, Kevin Ray, uh, who last night... Look, it's time we started talking about the Suns here. uh, And K. Ray watches all their games. He and Eddie Johnson do a fantastic job doing Suns broadcasts. The city has lost its love for the Suns over the last uh, 10 years, I suppose. It's been kind of like a, a dwindling affection that's gone away. And now... They're a game from being the number one seed in the sit in the in the whole NBA. And Kevin, you get to call all these games. This is outstanding. Congratulations, uh, you're the you're the difference maker.
1: Kevin, what you wearing today?
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I
1: don't know. Let's not with the, let's not let's not start with the personal questions, Brady. Oh, we'll so. get to those eventually. Do you have a <laughs> right, forge? Right, do you have right, yeah, a forge we'll, in your yeah, backyard, Kevin? Let's clear there? some things up. <laughs> do you
0: ever make steel with Dale in the backyard? I'm just curious. <laughs>
1: You could That's use Dale's uh, head. You know, as i, I got to text in to Dale because I could I could see him coming in with a big leather vest one day from the backyard. Wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> that
0: wouldn't shock me at all. A Big leather. Well, because yeah, Shrek lives in the thing, so it might as well be his outfit. It's fun because I get to like Dale. I I met Kevin through Dale Hellister, right? And so, how did you two become friends? Oh, cowboy stuff, probably.
1: Uh, yeah, it was a combination of of cowboy stuff. And, and just when I was, uh, when I was back doing radio, uh, you know, our, our paths had crossed and then we did the, uh, we did the high school sports package for, uh, several years together when we were doing the Cox high school game of the week. So he he and I were partnered up every Thursday or Friday night.
0: Uh, And he's and Dale's pretty fun. So I get to go drinking with Dale and Kevin every once in a while. And Kevin and I just spend a good two hours making fun of Dale's uh, oh come on his, guy his mental capacity his physical size and just it's it's a great time but uh, this is they a little a great different fun for us oh for us and I don't know why Dale keeps inviting us out because it's just a beating for him every time but it's fun it's like uh, we should bring pitchforks next time and just stab Frankenstein the entire time uh, you are uh, privy to what's going on there with the Suns this year. And uh, last night I'm watching because I'm like, you know, it's, I'll, I'll tell you this, Kevin. As a huge Suns fan from the 90s and 80s, uh, my love disappeared late 90s, right around the strike time, and then kind of tried to rekindle itself. The worst thing you can do, and maybe you can back me up as a fan of a, of a team, is meet them. Am I wrong? Right. Yeah, because it, it, some changes. Because I got to cover the Suns when I first started in radio, and I got to get in the locker room, and I, and the fourth wall was gone. The fun disappeared for me. And then the strike happened, and then uh, the Sarver years started, and everything seemed like this team was going the wrong direction. And uh, last night was the first time in I don't know how long. Where I'm like, ooh, Suns Jazz is a must see. I gotta watch this. And and it's happening across the city. You're starting to see people kind of jump back in.
1: Yeah, and, and look, um, your your point on on you know meeting them in person. I, I do think that there's something to be said as as a fan of you want to get on the other side of that velvet rope, but there's also a certain level of, of innocence, if yeah. you will, that allows you to keep that, that fandom. Um, and as it relates to the team, there's no doubt about it. I mean, it, it's been, yeah, a, a decade. I mean, we had that run in fourteen fifteen 15 when uh, Jeff Hornacek was in his first year and kind of a, a surprising start, but even then, you just weren't quite sure about the sustainability uh, yeah. with that club, but You know, I've I've been able to to kind of watch this in the making, especially over the last two years. But uh, James Jones has done an amazing job uh, with his drafting and personnel decisions and then the hiring of of Monty Williams. I mean, he has been the the right uh, the right voice. For this group of players, and you look at the guys that they're picking up, and these are all guys that that just want to work and go play hard every night.
0: Yeah, it's it's uh it's amazing what what he's done with like Crowder and the guys that he's brought in. It reminds me very much of the '88 team uh, that kind of got that trade when they got rid of Nance. You know, when they went through the drug scandal and everything else, and then they go and they they traded Nance and Walter Davis. And they got rid of everybody when Colangelo took it and brought in Kevin Johnson, Mark West. Uh you started to see all these names coming Like, who are these guys? Everyone they in
1: nice, dry, clean suits. They signed I mean, they it, was, but they
0: signed Tom Chambers. <laughs> and then you started to see this team just like overnight become what you wanted them to be. This is Monty Williams is coach of the year, is he not?
1: Uh yes. Yeah. If if they if they continue on this path, I mean, having you know, having earned the coach of the month award, um, it would be hard for me. Uh, to, to vote for, for anybody else. I mean, when you consider where this team has been in the last couple of years, and it, you know, it started, I mean, he won the, the coach of the bubble, uh, for what that was worth, you know, (laughs) so he, he earned that. But this team, you know, has, has gone out and proven on most nights, um, that they're a hard out. And I think the biggest thing that surprised people and, and watched this last night was some of the, the Sports Center recap. But, you know, and you know this, John, I mean, in the past, it's always been a, a high-scoring finesse team, yeah. but this team is is willing to you know to, to get dirty, roll the sleeves up, and I thought that was one of the differences last night. Is they were they were the more physical team um, against the Jazz.
0: Now, last night is a forty points in the first half was a perfect example of what you just said. They, they play defense. This might be the best defensive Suns team that I've ever watched. Like they're outrageously good. But my problem is they still have that moment where are they killers? Because they sure let a lot of points go in the second half, and you're like, ah, but they didn't lose it, which teams in the past would have. They're fun to watch. Now, let's get to why I really wanted to call you today. (laughs) How did you and Eddie Johnson – first off, when did you find out you
1: were going to talk to John Cleese during the game? We had been given a heads up um, the evening before that this might come together. And How do you prep? We and if it does, ha- it's probably a last-minute thing because he could just say, sure. "Yeah, I don't want to do it."
0: No, anymore. but but my question is, Kevin, you look at at Eddie Johnson, and do you like? Are you shocked when you find out he's a Monty Python guy?
1: You love Faulty Towers, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, a, a little bit. I mean, cause you, you you still know. And look, John Cleese for I mean, for the movies. Let's be honest. I mean, he hasn't been in anything you know recently that oh. would make you say, "Oh, that that makes sense." But, um, yeah, you immediately go okay what's what's the relevance here, and how can we make this work? I mean, you wanna honor you know our our first obligation is to the game and the game broadcast, um and you're not quite sure from the guest's perspective, in this case, John Cleese, you know, is he going to want to be playful enough? but understand that we, we've still got a game broadcast. And, um, yeah, it it, it, uh, it certainly exceeded my expectations oh. once we got him on the
0: and the, It was amazing. And the highlight of it all was, like, what you just said was very professional. It was very broadcast-worthy. It was very smart, very – Eddie Johnson, how did you guys not laugh every time that dude stuttered? <laughs> like he went right to the heart of a fish called Wanda in the whole yeah. like the games going on. Donovan Mitchell just makes this three sixty uh, layup; drive. it's amazing. Even John Cleese, like, oh, what a great shot that was. It's like, yeah, hey, yeah, get back to the stuttering because that man. Uh, how did you not break up? Uh, Eddie was in full in on the Cleese interview.
1: He was he was full in when when we were setting up for it uh because we had to kind of jump over to and this was the other challenge. I mean in this remote broadcasting world. We're broadcasting from the, the B level suite, but well, we had to jump over and set up in in front of our little open uh seats so that we could actually see john you know in a normal circumstance he'd be sitting there courtside with us so we're doing this he's able to see us and and it was quite hilarious because you know we might as well been jump roping with our broadcast (laughs) cables trying to get our headsets on and everything and he's sitting there laughing at us so i'm like okay this guy's ready to have a little fun and then yeah when when ej when ej drops in and and he asks john he's like is Jamie with you? <laughs>
0: yeah, it was, uh, yeah, he's hitting. He's like, is Jamie Lee Curtis here right now? Tell me right I got Activia in my car. I'm ready for that lady. Yeah, it was hilarious because I, I expected it halfway to be uncomfortable because I'm like, this is just an awkward match. And who knew John Cleese was a Utah Jazz supporter? But uh, it was just a strange match. And then, man, when Eddie jumped in, and I knew you were going to be all right, but when Eddie jumped in, I was like, this is too good. Like, how? And how was the response? Did people understand it? What was it like?
1: I was I was pleasantly surprised again because especially because of the magnitude of the game and uh but I I had several I had several comments uh you know through social media of people I mean the, the there was a couple of people just said you know called it pure gold and you know from our perspective I mean that that's what you want to hear um but he was he was outstanding and and the fact that we had a little fun with him talking about the jazz and and uh, Eddie put a, a a dime bet on the uh, on the game broadcast and we played a little trivia with him so yeah.
0: it was awesome and i just wanted to i wanted to uh, tell you cuz the broadcasting to me has been what's uh, destroyed baseball uh, it's become so watered down and boring uh, but moments like that are those things. There's a reason people turn to sports, and it's a reason it's the fun thing. We all kind of have something in common with people you look at, like that legend and I are at the same exact event and having a good time doing and the thing. And you exact can still follow
1: the game. Yeah,
0: and it was just such a fun thing. It had Is this like one of your highlights in your entire broadcast career?
1: Oh, I, I think it was—it de- was, certainly goes down as, as groundbreaking because I'm not sure that uh, anybody else has had a guest where they dropped the quote, your mother was a hamster and your father smelled of elderberries. <laughs> yes. so.
0: you think, do you think McCoy – well, that if, was if McCoy's old three-point call, wasn't it? Yeah. Didn't, McCoy's, Shazam, your mother smells of elderberries. I think that's
1: $100 from Whataburger. If, if, if nothing else, I've got that to hang my hat on yeah. for the rest of my career. Yeah,
0: what have you – Like, when's, do you get starstruck?
1: Uh, I, you know, in in certain situations, and I think because he was on a headset and he and he wasn't you know sitting down you know sitting down next to us uh, that that creates a little bit of a of a buffer in there. But um, yeah, I, I don't recall off the top of my head the last time I would I would consider myself uh, starstruck. But yeah, I think you know at some point throughout your career you're going to encounter people. Um, I mean, certainly back in the day when I was covering the team and and Michael Jordan is, you know, in in the locker room, I mean, you do kind of hold your breath a little bit and realizing what you're uh, what you're standing next to.
0: Yeah, you can feel those people.
1: Like before they're there, yeah,
0: yeah. It's a very strange yeah. presence. It's especially a, I,
1: coming out of the shower. Yeah, well, yeah, no, kind of like well. what we get with Dale, but we that that's in a different kind of way. <laughs>
0: yeah, well, we feel embarrassed to be in public with him. Is basically what we feel when we're with Dale. But uh yeah, it was a cool moment. And uh, what do you think? Uh, tell fans because look, does it upset sons? Does it upset Eddie? Basically, uh, you're you're close with Eddie and Tom Chambers and the guys in the organization. Does is a is it upsetting to them that there's people like me openly admitting? Uh, I know my sports. I know the game. Uh, I've quit on the Suns. I admit that openly, uh, and I'm climbing back in. Is that a is that a troubling thing to these guys who have been around it?
1: No, you know they look they they understand it because they've been in the middle of those situations. And look, in in some respects, it it does. Those are the kind of Passionate fans you want, and I know people say, well, you know you 're a fan, regardless, right. yes, and there 's always going to be those people but look it's it 's no secret that yeah the the team went through a ten year period there were some bad decisions made, um, but you 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 look at what they have been moving towards, like I say the last couple of years you 've got great personnel, James is being allowed to to run the team and mold the team you know, in in his vision. And there's I do think that it's why fans haven't come rushing back. I do think that there's a lot of fans who are still taking maybe a little bit of a wait and see approach, yeah. but we're in April now and a game like that last night huge. I think is one of those eye opening moments for fans who are like, I'm going to hold off. I'm not ready to fully commit. But a game like last night, I think you're going to see more people as we begin to wind the season down who are saying, OK, you know, tell tell me when the next game is. Tell me how I can get to the next game. It's and tonight. I can tell you, if you haven't been to the arena, it's it is unbelievable. We're not allowed in, Kevin.
0: Kevin, I got an important question more. about that. No, we're not. Are we allowed in now?
1: Like yeah, to, like, like 3,400 people. Well, I, okay, uh, then let me add, that's ask. That's too many for me. If if I'm, I'm, if I'm, <laughs> yeah, it's a WNBA be, crowd.
0: Congratulations.
1: <laughs> I'm able to be one of the 3,400. <laughs> yeah. Have they opened the uh, Under the Bleachers buffet yet? Oh, that's yeah, a Brady deal likes that. For
0: me. Is that VIP food section opened yet? <laughs> yeah. The leather seats? I knew
1: eventually we'd get to the food club. Uh, of yeah. course. It's with, with Brady. Yeah. Yeah. Is it
0: open back up? Yeah. It, it, probably, uh, a, a, I,
1: I do believe that some of those are open back up. Yes. Okay. Yes. How? By the way, I'll, I'll tell you. I'll tell you this: at the the, the next the next home <laughs> the next homestand you guys can be my guest. How's that?
0: We're there, done, sweet. And then I'll I'll pretend I'm John Cleese, and we'll make a whole we'll make a whole <laughs> night of it.
1: <laughs> well, there you go. It'll be
0: great. How are? By the way, how are I'll the be ratings? Hill. Are the ratings? Uh, are the ratings showing that people are more interested? I haven't paid attention to that at all.
1: They, they are, they are moving in the right direction. That's good. Was was there ever a time when
0: when you were worried about that?
1: Uh, Oh, look, I mean, I I think you'd be, you know, I I think you'd be lying to yourself, uh, especially between the pandemic and, and everything going on. I think there was always a certain level of concern and, you know, because the team had struggled for, you know, for several years and you, you know, you, you, yeah, I mean, you have to look with a watchful eye about what the numbers are. Um, but I think this last year, and we've seen this across all sports, um, and this is the other thing that we've had the conversation about, and you guys know this, I, I'm, I'm still baffled here in 2021 that there has not been a, a form of technology that allows you to accurately figure out Who's watching? Where they're watching and how they're watching? Because let's be honest. I mean, a lot of people, and I got I got three kids. None of them watch on TV. They all right. watch on devices. Yeah. Um, and here we are in 2021, and they still haven't figured out a way to completely, you know, yeah. look and examine at at who's watching those games.
0: I'm not gonna lie to you, K Ray. That's loser talk. I've been number one for 20 years. We never have these conversations. We know who's listening. Everybody. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we're all aspiring to be that's, you one day John. that's you know we've talked
0: about this with dale and you you guys sit and worry about ratings i'll just sit on top of the mountain you, you sit and worry about what device they're on and i'll just say uh, they're on all of them no it's uh, i understand that but I I, I I i fought you you're basically saying i fought in your general direction yeah, yeah, I, fought, yeah I fought yeah now go away before i taunt you a second time uh, yeah, th- it's awesome. <laughs> Thanks for doing this this morning, and it's very cool. And uh, we'll go out and drink again soon. But what are re- give me reasonable expectations for the Suns fan uh, going forward? Well, I mean, I-, I am a little trepidatious to hop all the way on and-, and and feel the passion and stuff because basketball is such a weird sport that you know you get the LeBron and Davis healthy again, and they and who knows if they're playing possum right now. Uh, and then all of a right. sudden you get railroad. I th- honestly, I think the Suns lose tonight after that big win last night. I think the Clippers are a tough match. The day after,
1: yeah, no, they 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 absolutely are. Um, and and I will be anxiously watching. Um, it's a TNT game, so we we've, we've got tonight off. But yeah, I'll be watching. And and this is where I think Monty has been so good, especially with the guys that he has has put together. It's like, look, we got a big win last night. But and and he's used this phrase often. He goes, uh, the next game is the biggest game. Yeah, uh, that's why they didn't want to put too, too much stock into last night because they knew, you know, 24 hours later they're going to be taking on another Western Conference power. And yeah. what I would tell you in terms of you know going all in. This team, when you look at their personnel, look at the way they're built, um, and you look at a couple of the you know the, the alpha dogs that they've got—Chris Paul, Devin Booker, uh, Jay Crowder—the addition of Torrey Craig's been huge. But huge. there's every reason to believe that you know, without injuries, this team can make a deep playoff run. Uh, I, I truly believe that. I've seen enough evidence that tells me that this is not a team that's going to flame out.
0: Is this the best Suns team you've covered?
1: Oh. Hands down. Okay. No I mean, certainly from doing the play-by-play. I mean, back in the day with with uh, Amari and and uh, Steve Nash and Sean Marion. That was a really fun team. They weren't good. That team could not defend. Yeah, that, you know that team could not defend the way this team is doing, and that's that's the difference to me. And that's where you know Monty is is a you know comes off the, the Greg Popovich coaching tree, and you know as 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 tough as it is to say for Suns Suns fans and, and San Antonio, I mean they won those championships primarily because of the defense, and that's what Monty has told his team they've got to do,
0: and they're doing it. It's fun, uh, K Ray. I hope it all goes better uh, as every game gets a little bit more of those ratings you don't have to worry about devices anymore that's just to keeping you up at night i can hear it in your voice yeah and uh we'll get, get we'll get you all fired up no it's great you do a great job you and eddie both and uh it's fun get the suns back in the uh on the front pages of everything because this city thrives when that team this is a basketball town and it's been a long time so i kind of wanted to jump back in and, and uh yeah it's awesome thank you for doing this
1: you got it anytime fellas appreciate right. it
0: we'll talk to you soon it's k ray everybody kevin ray the voice of the suns he does the uh Broadcast for them. and if you're not watching, and you're a you're a fan of sports, it's a fun team. They are really, truly a fun team.
1: You can hear them on YouTube. And yeah, you get all these devices that Kevin's worried devices. about. Yeah,
0: I, I was. That was a setup question because I remember <laughs> we sat at a table and Dale was going, "Well, you just can't tell who's listening to the AM radio anymore because they got to do it online." I'm like, "Yeah, that's what losers say. That's what KDKB <laughs> talks about all the time. We well, can't even you can't even range it anymore. Sure you can, but even if you know you, know, you don't have to like basketball." Fine. It's not for everybody, but man, oh man, fun team. And that jazz team's fun, too. So, hopping back. You remember, Bray? Yeah, You were here, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. We were all here when the Suns were Look, like... But I was a Bulls fan. Well, you, uh, you were a Bulls fan. I was, fan. yeah. That was oh, the best Chicago time in teams. basketball. Oh, absolutely. And, and it was mainly because you had teams that seemed like, you know, wow, these superstars versus these superstars. Yep. And, you've got it again. And a bunch of classy guys out there playing and yeah. stuff. Well, yeah, you know, and I think this Suns team is that. I think they're, they're coached. They are Monty Williams. That's the thing
1: about the... Uh, I mean the, the town on on uh, all the sports. I mean, if the Diamondbacks are winning,
0: yeah, the Cards bandwagony, it's, it,
1: it is. But it's but different yet, with it's a, the Suns. It's because, a fun energy living in the yeah, city. When
0: it's it really out. is, and it is. It is even when the Diamondbacks are good, it's more yeah. fun. It it's, might be different with the Suns because they're they're the heritage sport here. Yeah, I mean, we you know the backs are semi new, the Cardinals yeah. coming to Arizona semi new. They're adopted. The Suns have been here. Coyotes for, are yeah, adopted. Right. The Suns were the first thing that was. Recognized in the rest of the country as a thing we have. Yeah, Yeah. I mean that was like a professional sport.
1: Adopted necessarily? No, no, no. The other teams were though. The Cardinals
0: and the Coyotes were. Yeah, Yeah, the Diamondbacks are still twenty years old. Right. So it's not. It's kind of still this work in progress. But Suns are fifty. They've been. They're the heritage team. You're right. And it's kind of fun when they're good. So uh, Kevin does a great job with Eddie, and uh, those guys are pretty pretty fantastic doing the game. So if you want to watch the Suns are on again tonight against the uh, Clippers, I do think they lose tonight though. It's too much to come off that big win like that. That was a big win last night. We talked sports, we talked basketball this morning. I like it. It's ninety eight. You guys partake?
1: I'll partake. 98. Hit me. Ninety eight.